When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Linz, what do you got? All right. So according to Bleacher Report's Eric Pincus, the NBA could completely alter the format of overtime games to follow a target score instead of just adding an extra five minutes after regulation. He said that would prevent overlong broadcasts and overloading player minutes. This report comes in the aftermath of the double overtime game between the Kings and Clippers on Friday, which saw star athletes like Kawhi, Paul George, and De'Aaron Fox rack up over 40 minutes each. With a target score in overtime, players would have to, wouldn't have to endure playing five or ten extra minutes after a hard-fought battle and just reaching, like I said, a target score. So that's How do they determine know. that? How would they like? Well, they, no, it, it would be standard across the board. So, for example, um, oh, it's just so five, they do first this, team to five. You mean? Well, not five, right? But it'll like ten would probably be the minimum, is my guess. Um, yeah, that way you shorten it out. So in the G League, they already do this. In the oh, G really? League, they yeah they have a target score. Um, I I don't remember. I think it's like it may be eight or seven. I don't remember. It's ten, something like that. Mm. They do it in the G League, and like oh. everything, much like baseball does with minor league baseball, they test it all out in the G League first. So, yeah, they've been doing it in the G League for years, so it wouldn't be a surprise that eventually oh, they do that. that. To save time, too, by the way. Hmm. Do they have the score on the scoreboard? Like, if it's 100 to 100, do they yeah, then start Yeah, and then it'll say target to score is 110, for example. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, for G League, it's 25 points higher than the leading team score. No, no, that's the fourth quarter of just the G League showcase. That's not oh, the just overtime kidding. rule. Just kidding, yeah. then. I think JK. it's seven points, yeah. Okay, let me look it up. I'll tell you what, George, just on a quick side note here. Think about when we got off the air on Friday, we were talking about that Sacramento uh, Clippers game and what what it was going to be like with Russ in his first game. And since that Friday, when we think about the NBA over the last three days, that game on Friday night was insanity, okay? Then the Lakers wind up winning this incredible comeback win on Sunday, down 27, and now the ongoing story of LeBron's ankle. Throw on top of it the Clippers losing a second game in overtime. I mean, just from Friday to where we are right now, things have gone nuts. Yeah, it has gone completely. I mean, honestly, in this last hour or two, everything has gone nuts. Like, uh, Lindsay and I and you and everyone talked about, we've been texting about the show for, you know, whatever it was, a couple hours ago. And now it's just like, that's it. Like, within... When, when did Gavin Lux get hurt? And that is, by the way, let me just close this. What is, that is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. When did Gavin Lux's injury happen? Maybe like two hours ago, basically? Yeah, two I'd and a half hours ago? Probably around like, uh, yeah, let's say like 1.30 this afternoon, 2 o'clock-ish maybe. So like three hours ago, let's mm-hmm. say. Yeah. So basically from three hours ago till now, everything has gone south. Well, and think about this. You ready? So if LeBron yesterday in Dallas falls to the ground and says, I heard it pop. I heard it pop. I heard it pop. Um, hey, LeBron, we can all read lips. Uh, there's microphones all over the court. Um, you're you're kind of telling us right away. That's bad from the beginning. Gavin Lux today, George, running from second to third base in a meaningless spring training just exhibition game. Yeah, hustling around to third base. Yeah, right, right. Dave I mean, Roberts, that looked terrible too when you saw it, and when you see the video, it's not. It's it's terrible. It's brutal. Put it this way: if this were a football game 
and it happened, we'd all be like, okay, he's gone for the season. That guy's out. Uh, yeah. Dave Roberts saying earlier today that now Gavin Lux will have an MRI on his right knee, but that just like LeBron, who said it popped, apparently, according to Dave Roberts, Lux told him he heard something pop. This is 24 hours, and you're talking about the most important player on the Lakers. And I'm not sure Gavin Lux is the most important guy, but he's supposed to be your No, he's supposed to be your starting shortstop this right. year after you lost your shortstop. Yeah, Right. So, you know, the, the one thing that the Dodgers did not do is when they lost Trey Turner, they decided, hey, let's, we'll go with Gavin Lux. It's his time. And now, listen, you don't want to recklessly speculate about LeBron's injury? Okay. I'm looking at this whole thing right here with Gavin Lux. It's very bad looking. Very bad. Doesn't mean he might not be fine, but it's bad. <sighs> Don't you think? Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> A good sigh right there makes you feel good, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, also I'm sighing because apparently we're, our signal is like completely lost. So if no one's, if we're not, if you're not listening to us on the app right now, you're not listening. Well, I would just say to everybody who's listening on the app, see how much better it sounds anyway? Because chances are, George, people who want to listen on the radio and they realize that there's some sort of a power issue going on, then they decide to come over to the app and now they're like, oh my God, why was I ever listening to the radio? Because it's a habit. That's why. But when you get into the habit of listening on the app, it's better, isn't it? Isn't it a better experience? Yeah. Oh, no, I agree 100%. But, you know, sometimes you drive into areas, especially here in Southern California, where you can lose signal. So uh, you're talking about on the app where it starts to buffer. Yeah, because yeah. you don't have enough uh, bars on your uh, on your phone or whatever. Right. And then it rewinds by like 30 seconds. and You're like, are they saying the exact same thing over again? No. Yeah. It just rewound by like 30 seconds. Yeah. Right. But the quality is incredible for sure. There's no question much about better. it. But I'm just annoyed. Well, listen, it's an annoying day. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, all of this is just completely annoying right now. Right, like when we hit the airwaves Today, this afternoon. Yeah. In right. general, just a bad day. Right, like yeah. w- truth. W- yes, hit, it is. When we hit the airwaves today, okay, nobody knew that LeBron's foot was as bad as now being speculated. Nobody. None of us knew it, right? Um, we also didn't know for sure what was going to happen with this Gavin Lux thing, but we'd all seen the video. Now you've got two guys who are super important to both teams both reporting they heard a pop, and that sounds bad. Both guys. And don't get me started with the earlier part of my day. That was annoying, too. What was that? Oh, you don't want to know. No, I want to know. Just more freaking post-marital legal stuff. Mm, come on again break again like come on let's go move on let's go yeah you know what it sounds like it sounds like that thing you do when you go it does kind of sound like that doesn't it yeah it's one of those days everybody else having an annoying day outside of lebron's knee and gavin lux or lebron's foot and gavin lux's knee yeah tell me laura what's what's the problem i burned my hand really bad okay this morning uh really really bad it changed colors like i showed amanda she's like wow that's bad uh, I don't have a heater because my apartment still hasn't fixed it since even though I put in my request a month and a half ago. So I've been freezing my butt off. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's been a rough morning. What were you doing? Were you like boiling water or something? What no, I was trying to make breakfast and yelling at my resident services because I haven't fixed my heater and I'm cold. OK, so that, and I accidentally I, I, grabbed the pot, forgetting that it was on on the heat. OK, all right. Uh, Lindsay, baseball. I hate when that happens. Any, I know. Any, any annoying things happen earlier today prior to LeBron's foot and Gavin Lux's knee? 
I mean, that's enough right there to make it an annoying day. Okay. Okay. Nothing George? else bad needed to happen for that to be annoying. Okay. George, I know you had to deal with the Denver airport earlier today. You've you fetched about that a little bit. Yeah, Denver airport, not good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just been bad. And then I'm annoyed because I wanted to talk to the people today. Um, and, you know, the people deserve, I mean, there's breaking news and we're not on the actual radio. Granted, we're on the app, but most people, by the time they get, think about it. It's 510 in the Southland. And you're getting in your car, getting a hard day's work. It's been a crazy day. It's miserable. It's raining again outside, mostly everywhere in the city. Hell, it's even snowed in the northern end of the county. And you're you're dealing with all this stuff. You get in your car. You want to listen to two knuckleheads like you and me do the stupid things that we do on a daily basis just because you enjoy the stupidity. And then you get your stupid radio not working because of the stupid weather that's caused all the problems to begin with. All right, then let's do this. You ready? Let's be like Pitbull. Okay, you know I love Pitbull, right? He's a 305 boy, Mr. Worldwide, right? Yeah. Let's turn a negative into a positive. Okay, let's how turn... how do you want to do that? Let, let, yeah. Here's what I want to do. Yeah. I want every single person in the circle of trust, and I want every single person who is currently listening on the app right now, I want everybody to go to their Twitter, I want everybody to tweet the link to the ESPN LA app. And let's tell everybody by using our entire network, not just George's 80,000 followers and my measly 12 followers. And I'm talking everybody, George, an army, a movement now, okay? Mm -hmm. Let's motivate, let's activate, and let's get everybody to put out on the streets, hey, radio down, app up, let's all do a beautiful thing. Can we all do this? Can we turn a negative into a positive? I see Laura's already tweeted it out. Yeah, I already tweeted it. Said I don't do two. Okay, I'm 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 joining. I'm joining the revolution. Now everybody else needs to do their part. Otherwise, it's going to be the four of us, and like the four million people that are on the app. But I want twenty million people on the app. I mean, we got a lot of people on the app right now. Four million's a lot. Have you guys checked I'm, the stats? I don't know. I didn't check actually. Oh yeah, it's four million right now. I'm going to put it on my Instagram. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Do that. Put it on your Instagram. Put it on your TikTok, George. Go crazy. I don't have a TikTok. I mean, I do, but I don't. Put it on your LinkedIn. No? I don't have a LinkedIn either. You don't have a LinkedIn? You, you uh, and tell me you still don't have Facebook. You don't have Facebook anymore? No, I got rid of LinkedIn and Facebook a long time All right. ago. All right. Yeah. So listen everybody, you know what to do. Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, TikTok, uh, Instagram, you name it, put it out there. Let's let everybody know that we're on the app, but we're off the air. I knew my rent was going to be late about a week ago. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Come on. Every day above ground is a good day. Been there, done that. Mason just texted. He said he put it on his LinkedIn. Nice. Thank you, Mace. Feel me. There you go. I have now posted it, posted it on my Instagram, too. Okay. I'm going to do whatever I can do to amplify that with my paltry little audience on Instagram. Yeah. I don't have a big audience on Instagram either because I'm never really on Instagram. Okay. Yeah. Although I'm not really on Twitter all that much either, to be honest with you. So. Well, not today anymore, we need it. Today we need social media. We need the power of social media. Yeah. I mean, you may not be on all that much, but boy, was what a cute, cute picture yesterday in that purpley jacket with that incredible 
uh, turtleneck. Whoever did your makeup, phenomenal. Hair on point. I did my own makeup yesterday. Oh, well, great job by you. Yeah. Just adorable. And for everybody that asked me if I got you pink underpants or purple underpants to go with this outfit, to go with this getup, mm-hmm. I like the guy who sent us in the circle of trust the, uh, the three-pack of thongs that you're supposed to put in the back of your car. I'm yeah. getting those for you. Okay, that'd be nice. Uh, all right, coming up next, be. Cappy, mm. let's talk about... We'll get you. We'll keep people. There is an update on LeBron, actually. So let let's get the update coming next. Plus, let's talk about you know how everything is going bad now, even for the teams that uh, you know that are not the Lakers and Dodgers. Like yesterday, I was at that. You mentioned yesterday, I was at this game where I thought the Clippers were going to pull off also an incredible comeback, like the Lakers did earlier, and then they fell short. I need to. We need to size up the West. We need to size up with the West with the Lakers, with LeBron missing an extended period of time, which is what the reports are, and we'll have a further report coming up here in a minute, and just kind of where the Clippers stand in that particular scenario as well. All coming up next. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. To get up in this club and have a good time before my night is up. Oh, yeah. Come on, Pitbull. Yeah. Mr. Worldwide. Yeah. He's a 305 boy, George. Uh, uh, uh. See, we got to turn a negative into a positive is what we got to do. Just like Anthony Davis, George. Anthony Davis has to turn a negative that is LeBron's ankle and is this extended period of time he's expected to miss. Laura, keep the music up. Keep the music up. Why not? What the hell? Yeah. Anthony Davis got to turn a negative into a positive. Yeah. But I got blessed. Late to about a week ago. I worked my ass off, but I still can't pay it, though. That's actually a funny line. But I got good enough enough to get get off in this club. Yeah. Have me a good time before my time is up. Hey, uh, let's get yeah. it out. Ooh, I want the time of my life. Yeah, come on. Mr. Worldwide. Yeah, uh, you be broke. It's okay. Just act like a baller. That's all. That's what you got to do. <laughs> but you got to turn a negative into a positive. Yeah. That's what Pitbull says. That's, that's how I live. Yeah. You know, if Pitbull says it, I live it. Okay, fair enough. I mean, that's, he's like my philosopher, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Anthony Davis needs to step up. D'Angelo needs to come back. That's their only shot, okay? Because if you look at the Western Conference right now, there are two clear favorites, in my opinion, okay? Let me hear. Let me hear what the, you got. I mean, if Kevin Durant is right, okay? If. If. Well, and, I mean, 
he's it, there wasn't anything wrong structurally. So he's going to be back. It's just a matter of when. And the idea is he's going to be back this week. So mm-hmm. they're going to be one of the favorites for sure in the Western Conference. And then Denver. Let me tell you something. I have now been to Denver four times this year. Mm-hmm. They're for real. Like, I know people say, ah, whatever, they're not that good. They're good. Now, Why granted, do people they, say that? What, what, what is the deal? You know what I think, if you want my honest opinion on it? Yeah. My honest opinion is I don't think people believe Jokic for a, believe in Jokic for a couple of reasons. Number one, they don't believe he can play defense, which I don't think, I think that a couple of years ago, you could have made that comment. He is a solid defender now. Like, he's not a good defender, but he's fine. Like, you're not... Like, yesterday he made a huge play down the stretch um, with his long-ass arm poking it away and and leading to a fast break. And, by the way, here's the other thing about the Denver Nuggets. Because they started terribly on defense this year. Okay? And it drove their head coach, Michael Malone, crazy because they played good defense in what they call clutch time, Cappy. Mm-hmm. Clutch time is basically the last five minutes of the game when a game is within five points, okay? And the Nuggets' clutch time defense was one of the best in the league. So it was driving Malone crazy because he felt like his guys were just lollygagging until the game got close at the end and then they'd actually play defense. But if you go back to December 18th, which is now, I mean, two and a half months, basically, they have the fourth best defense in the league on top of the fact that they have one of the best offenses in the sport. So you've got a guy who's probably going to be a three-time MVP, or at least is going to be close. And he's the most unique player in the sport. We have never seen a center do what he's doing. Every record that he's breaking from the center position, the only name attached to it is Wilt Chamberlain. <laughs> like that. Like think about that for a second. Like when your name is cl- is tied to Wilt, like you know you're playing incredible basketball. Yeah. So I mean, and, and and just talking about Mike Malone for a second, their coach. Michael. You know, I was. I understand Michael. I, you know, when you're close like we are, I like to go with Mike. You feel me? Oh no, no, he doesn't like that. So I was reading these quotes from him just the other day, and this was actually it was earlier today because it was about what happened against the Clippers. And he was saying, you know, for people that doubt Jokic, like what what is it that you guys aren't seeing? What has he not done for well, you? Do, do you want to know my other thing on him? Yeah, go ahead. He just doesn't look like an Adonis. Like some of these other guys do. Well, but George, I, I I could say the same thing about. And by Luka. the way, I don't think that, but I've heard legitimate people actually say that. They just doesn't look like it. Yeah. yeah, but but isn't it the same thing people say about Luca? Like you see his shot, you see him drive the basketball, you realize the kid is twenty two years old, and you're like, he, how could he be? That? He frankly, he kind of looks chunky, looks a little chubby, you know. The, some guys have the build of LeBron and Anthony Davis, and some guys have the build of a more of a Luka. Some guys are built like Tiger, and some guys are are built like Phil. You can never judge the book by the cover. Right, but they've never looked like him is the difference. Look, all I'm saying is this. I think Denver's for real also. Uh, that was a great win for them yesterday. You know, I think a lot of people assume that the Clippers are for real. Then all of a sudden the rust thing happens. No, I, I actually think a lot of people are out on the Clippers. Like, I think that even last year people were like, ah, they'll get it together. Well, last year, no, they had all the injuries. But, like, the two previous years, um, people were like, yeah, they'll, they'll figure it out. They'll figure it out. They'll figure it out. And then they didn't. And I think this year people are more cautious on them. They're like, yeah, the talent's there, but I got to see it to believe it. And I, I don't think people are in on them the same way. I think people I think people think Phoenix is going – And I mean, look, they're the betting favorite to win the West yeah. right now. Uh, and but Denver to me cannot be 
Now, granted, they have their own injury issues, okay? Jamal Murray has knee problems. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. has had a ton of injuries as a young player, uh, particularly back injuries, which are scary. So it's not like they don't have their own set of injuries to deal with and could derail them. But if they're healthy, and all of this is predicated on health because the whole damn sports landscape, regardless of what it is, it doesn't matter what sport anymore, it's all a battle of attrition. So if they're healthy... Yeah, I, I think they can play with anybody. George, you don't you don't get to a twelve game lead through, you know, nearly sixty games. You don't get to that sort of a lead without being really good. Yeah, I agree. You know, and, and look, maybe you would argue that everybody else behind them in the standings is not very good. Because really, Denver's forty three and nineteen, and you just look what's behind them and there's just nobody whose record is overly impressive. In fact, in their division, I mean, forget about the conference, in their division, like, next team up is, like, 500. But seriously, like, you, you don't get to 43-19 and 19 and have a 12-game advantage in your division or a five-and-a-half game division uh, lead in the conference without being good. I, I think Denver has been building and building and building to get to this year. And for everybody that's not taking them seriously, uh, I'm not one of those people. I'm taking them very seriously. Yeah, they're legit. So I, I think that when I look at the Western Conference, you know, I think the Lakers obviously are in a situation where they have to, you know, we've already talked about it. With LeBron out for multiple weeks, and by the way, Woj's report says here, uh, LeBron James feared to be out several weeks with the right foot injury, sources have told Adrian Wojnarowski. So, you know, Woj has weighed in on several weeks. So now it's not, it's gone from multiple to several, okay? All right, so multiple is three, several is now four. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know about that, but... You think it's longer than three or shorter than three? Several. I would say at least... Several is at least three. Multiple also three? Yeah, multiple also three. All right. It's bad, though. I mean, you finally, finally make the trade. You finally get Russ out of your locker room. You finally get rid of that negative energy that he brought every day, made everybody uncomfortable. You finally get rid of that. Then you go out and you get what LeBron wanted. Give me some guys who can shoot, defend, they're long, they're athletic. Great. Those are all basketball terms for you. They're all there. They're all there. They have they finally built a team around LeBron. It's too late though. And now look, they were here, here, you look, do you want to know my honest opinion about some of this stuff? Yeah, don't don't sugarcoat it for me. Give me the real deal. Uh-oh. I feel like LeBron had to play heavier minutes than he should have played because they needed him to. Like, they needed LeBron James to play heavier minutes because it was the only way they could stay in games. And even then, they were still losing games. You know what I mean? But he's played a heavy dose of minutes this year. Heavier than he should at 38 is my point. And... I, I think that that has played a factor in this because, look, you know, I say it all the time. The biggest predictor of future injuries, past injury. And at the end, at la, at the beginning of the season, I'm like, you can't have a 38 year old guy have to drag you across the finish line. Like he's just it's not possible at some. I don't care that he's been superhuman all his life. Eventually, that stuff is going to come back to bite him. 
And here we're seeing it over the last couple of years, basically since the bubble year, and even actually before. Remember, he had the growing His thing. His first year, exactly right. Right, he had the growing thing. But that's just a growing thing. Like, that's that's a pain in the butt, but it's not actually a pain in the groin. It's actually, yeah, it's kind of pain more in the yeah. side here. In the you know, side, kind of frontal. Actually, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you get my point. But when he got his ankle rolled, that one was bad. And then he tried to play through that afterwards, after a couple of weeks. He missed a, a long stretch of time, tried to play through it. And then everything started to add up. Then he had the foot injury, you know, again last year. And he had another foot injury this year. Now he's got both feet. Eventually, you if you have to depend on him to play heavy minutes and drag you across the finish line, that's the problem. When you look at, okay, I'm looking at the the, the minutes breakdown, mm-hmm. all right, for LeBron, Captain. Okay. In December, okay, he missed one, two, three games. He's averaging 36 minutes, Mm. okay, this season. There's a number of games in there in December, 37, 43, basically 44 because it's 43-50. 43, where are we? 39, 40, 39, 38, and then you get into January, 47 Nearly 46, 45, all right? Then you got 44, 43, 40, 39. Like, he can't be playing those kind of minutes on a regular, on an even somewhat regular basis. Yeah, but George, here's the problem. But they needed it. Of course. They, when you start 2-10 and 10 and you're, you're looking at not making it even to the plan because you're sitting in 13th place, LeBron is like, hey, look, I'd prefer to be playing about 27 minutes a night. But because of the circumstances we find ourselves in, I'm going to have to play 40 minutes a night. That's the consequence of being the star. Well, to your point, when we saw, um, when we saw, when this team first got together, they had a couple blowout wins. Remember, like two of the or two out of the the first two wins were blowout wins, and AD and LeBron were literally joking, like, "Man, we're sitting in the fourth quarter. This is yep. great." Yep. You know, and and that's exactly what they need. LeBron James playing 36 minutes this year on average, 37 last year, when his two previous years with the Lakers, the year he won the championship, and then the uh, the following season, that was the year he got hurt. He but even then he was only playing 33 minutes. So to then make that jump up, and people could say, "Oh, what's an extra four minutes a game?" An extra four minutes a game when you add it every game, and when you're the em- when you're the sole focus and the emphasis of what it takes to win, because of the injuries surrounding the team or the roster not making sense, those are hard minutes to be playing at that st- at that stage of his career. This I know people say, "Oh, Tom Brady, forty five, dude." They've done so many things to protect quarterbacks in the NFL. They're not having to run up and down ninety four feet two hundred plus times a game. And and do the the acrobatic and athletic feats that basketball players have to do. I mean, there's a lot of toll on your body there. Well, constantly. Look, I mean, listen, Tom Brady playing till he's 45, LeBron playing out of his mind at 38. It's what inspires people to think that these guys are going to last a lot longer. I mean, everybody's been blown away by how great LeBron has been this year, and now here we are in the last 20 plus games. All the moves made to accommodate not just LeBron's ego. Okay, this is about LeBron and his team and getting to the postseason. The moves have been made, and the first domino that falls, and actually maybe you might even consider it the second, is LeBron. Because D'Angelo Russell getting hurt and missing these last two games, and we don't really know when he's supposed to be back. 
But hey, look, if, and George, I know we're going to get to Radio Tinder. I'll just say this. If I'm Anthony Davis, this is my time. And we're going to find out a lot about Anthony Davis. Can he stay healthy, which we all question, and then if he is healthy, can he lead this team? And I think we question that too. Yeah, we're going to have to find out. All right. Um, are we still breaking or are we because we're – I mean, I don't know what we're doing here anymore. Uh, like, are we have to break? Okay. So I, I was still going because I didn't know we had to break because I know that we're having the technical issues on the transmitter. But anyway, we'll break for a quick 90 seconds and Radio Tinder's next. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Thanks, Christopher. This is a great wrestling theme, by the way. Probably up yeah. there with like top 10 for sure. Yeah. The Ricky like the, the Dragon Steamboat, uh, his finishing move, wasn't it just kind of like the, um, I'm pretty sure it was like the uh, the diving cross body, right? Yeah, he would dive off the top ring rope. Yeah. Climb up to the top turnbuckle. Right. And like jump off. He was wearing one of those little, like, I don't know, what do you call those little bathing suits that the wrestlers wore back in those days? No, like They're tights. like singlets, tights, yeah. No, but those were yeah. like, like little bikini ones, like Speedos. No, okay, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, I mean, he wore that early in his career, but later in his career, he just wore like tights, like leggings. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were like yeah. black or red, I remember. Mm-hmm. Go back and look at some old school Ricky the Steamboat. R- You're Ricky thinking of like NWA Ricky Steamboat. I'm talking about like WWF Ricky Steamboat. Mm. So, all right, go ahead, Lindsay. Sorry. By the way, if you um, apparently we're back on 710, but we're having tower issues because the weather has screwed up our tower basically over the last couple of days and it's become uh, they're they're working on it. But if you want to listen to us in crystal clear stereo, download the ESPN LA app from your app store, Google, iPhone, whatever you got, you know, find it there. All right. Here's the the dragon in the red tights. I like those. Then here he is in the weird bikini, which I never really got. Yeah, that was early Ricky in the bikini. That's what all the guys used to wear back in the day. Yeah. And yeah, now they, they start those, wearing them yeah. again. Yeah. Anyway, so this is my favorite radio tenor story of the day. Okay. A woman charged in connection with the theft of Lady Gaga's prized French bulldogs who were dognapped at gunpoint in Hollywood has now sued the musician for alleging that she was denied a $500,000 no questions asked reward. The woman pleaded no contest in December to receive installing property in connection with the theft. 
Now she claims that she was entitled to the reward for having delivered the dogs to the L.A. police station two days after they were taken. The suit alleges that Lady Gaga never intended to pay the no-questions-asked reward money, instead having law enforcement question her about the return of the bulldogs. So now, as a result, she is suing for $1.5 million in damages, claiming that she endured pain and suffering, mental anguish, and loss of enjoyment of life. So even though this woman was charged in connection with the dog napping, does she have a point about the reward money? Swipe left or swipe right? Cappy, you go first. I'm going to swipe left and say lady, uh, not Lady Gaga, the, the lady that stole Lady Gaga's dog. Lady, are you for real right now? So you stole the dog with the assumption that you would return it? Well, she didn't steal the dog. She apparently knew of or helped receive the house, the stolen dogs. But well, let me tell you, Lindsay Baseball, she is partially responsible. She is a um, what do they call that? uh, Yes, an accomplice. Thank you very much. Good police term right there. Uh, She's an accomplice to the crime. And so now she's lost her enjoyment of life. Why? Does everybody know who you are? Do, do you walk down the streets and everybody goes, oh, see her? her? See that lady right there? She's the she, dog lady, Gaga lady. Right. She's the one who's trying to extort Gaga, but she stole her dog. Really? Do we all know who you are, lady? I, I, don't even get me started here. For real. I could keep going forever. Very what is the question again about Lady Gaga's extorter or whatever? What are we asking here? Well, if you were listening. The no, woman I was who- listening. I'm asking, what is the question that you're asking, though? Like, is she right? Because, okay, this woman claims that obviously, yes, she was charged for receiving stolen property because she was like an accomplice in this whole dog napping scheme. But she's saying that since she had a change of heart and was the person who decided to take the dogs and turn them in for the reward, that she still should get the reward. So should she still get the reward? Okay, so that's your question. Should she still get the reward? Of course not. Get out of here. That's it. It's over. That's that's the dumbest ask that someone would ever have. I stole your dogs, but I brought. I actually confessed to being an accomplice to this, so I want the reward. No, you're an idiot, okay, and a bad person. Go away. Swipe left. She's she is a terrible person, but I can I can see how you could be like, oh, my husband and his friend came up with this scheme to steal these dogs, and I knew they were doing it, but I didn't really you know no, say she's anything an about it. Whatever. And then and then they bring the dogs home and then she sees on TV, oh my God, those dogs that you stole, they were actually Lady Gaga's dogs. Man, you can get a lot of money for this. I think I'm going to turn them in. Maybe that's what happened. She And she isn't, is she suing? Did you say she's suing? Yeah, she's suing them for a million and a half. Nah, BZ, get out of here. BZ, huh? I don't want to say the other word. Get out of here. Okay. All right, next one. As Sunday's highly anticipated fight between Jake Paul and Tommy Fury that Cappy did not watch got underway... Uh, Logan Paul, who is Jake Paul's brother, was approached by ringside reporter Radio Rahim, who asked if he offered his younger sibling any words of encouragement before the match. And here is what he said. Said, Jake, I love you. I'm not going to give you a big speech. I know you got this, but either come back victorious or come back on your shield. I love you, bro. I love you too, man. How do you feel like he's doing so far in the fight? (laughs) (laughs) By the way, when I saw that on the internet, Cap, you were like one of the first people I thought of immediately in that scenario. I mean, it was such a weird thing. Like, I don't know who Radio Rahim is, but he's the interviewer. And when you hear the the Jake Paul, was it Logan Paul say, mm-hmm. I, "I told him I love you, yeah. bro," and he thinks he's talking to you like, "Well, I love right, you but too, bro." The way the way he said it, right? He told them, "I told him I loved him," and then he tagged it with, "I love you, bro." And Radio Raheem thought he was talking about him. Yes, and it's like, no, bro, he's talking about his brother. 
Yeah, I would have said something more like, much love right back to you. You know what I'm saying? Something like that. I feel like maybe he had someone like in his ear or something and like he just caught like the tail end of it and he thought he was saying it to him. It's very possible. That was what I thought. Who's Radio Rahim? He's just a sideline reporter. Yeah. You know, sideline guy. You know what, Lindsay? That is very possible because there have been plenty of times where a producer has been in my ear, particularly at a game, okay, or at an event. And... I, I I can normally deal with it, but it's like sometimes it's at the wrong time and it, right. it mutes the other stuff and it becomes right. So you end up saying something you shouldn't or like just repeating someone or just paying attention to whatever the last thing you heard was. Right. Or just saying, well, what was the question at the end of Radio Tinder? No, no, no. I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Yeah, because well, you were like talking forever about like the the setup, and I just wanted to know what the question was. Okay, um, well, I apologize, but my question for this one is: yeah. Have you guys ever like accident? Have you ever been on the phone with someone like your boss or something, and, and like accidentally said "I love you" before you hung up the phone or like something like that? <laughs> no, no, that has never actually happened. Never once in really? my life, actually. Really, no. Kathy, no. that's definitely happened to you. It's happened to me. Oh, dude, not only does it happen to me, I I don't even like try and play it off i'm just like yeah man love you that's all oh you said yeah. that the other day to somebody that we were on the phone with oh I don't it was know who McMenamin, it was. wasn't it you know, could have been like McMenamin. it was like all right dave see you later love you buddy you know something McMenamin. like that i don't know could have been <laughs> yeah no that's never happened all right, all right love but you. now that you've said it now i'm going to be more aware of it i think to be honest with you like <laughs> now it may actually happen because you've now brought it into existence I swear you but said it to somebody else. Me? No, Cappy. No, 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 Cappy did. Yeah. Like when we had him on as a guest and he said it, we were just like, oh, geez, why did you just say that? Because I love them. Okay. You don't really love them. You don't, you barely know them. Yeah, but it doesn't mean I don't have love in my heart for them. Much love in my heart for you, brother. Wendy, that's was, who it was. was yes. Wendy. It was Wendy. It Laura was, said yes. that. Yes. All right, last one here. So, one of the best parts of the previous rendition of the XFL back in 2020 was the, the in-game interviews with the players and coaches. And two weeks into the XFL, Orlando Guardians coach Terrell Buckley has oh, become one of the league's sideline stars. Buckley has gone viral for basically throwing his whole team under the bus in a sideline interview during the team's 30-12 to loss to the San Antonio Brahmas. Here's what he said. Welcome back to Orlando here with Coach Buckley. Coach, how do you change this momentum? We got to get different guys in there. Obviously, we got, I got guys out there that are not competing, that are not making plays. So we got to get people in there, young men that want to play, that want to compete and make plays. I just saw you walk up and down this sideline and look some guys in their faces. What did you see out of your team? I'm seeing guys not performing. Look at the scoreboard. They got to perform. Thank you, Coach. Thank you. All right, so since this is the XFL, are you okay with Coach Buckley's brutally honest comments about his team? I have no problem with it at all. Um, and I didn't see that one. I mean, I saw that on you, on whatever, on social media. But I actually was tuning in to watch the Warriors game uh, before I left. Uh, you know, we had there was a little time. I was still at the hotel, so I wanted to watch the beginning of the Warriors game. And I switched over to ESPN after the Laker game was over. And the XFL game was running long. So I caught the tail end of that game, and they interviewed Buckley. And, and I covered Terrell Buckley when he was a player um, with the Dolphins. So I, 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 I don't know T-Buck super-duper well, but I covered him very early in my career. And he was always pretty blunt. Like, you could never – he wouldn't lie about anything. His own play, his teammates' plays. Like, he's always kind of been like that. So he was asked <laughs> – I think he was asked something to the effect of um, – 
is there anything that you could take out of this that's a positive? And he said, absolutely nothing. <laughs> so in the post-game interview. So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't have a problem with it. I did an interview like that with uh, Stan Van Gundy when he came back to coach the Pelicans. And they were getting boat raced against the Warriors in San Francisco. I remember this was um, during, like, the first year that we were back in buildings, but no fans after the pandemic. And I was up, like, in a booth, and he was down on the floor with a headset and I asked him a very similar question. I said, is there any positive you can take out of this, Dan? He's like, absolutely nothing. And then he ripped off the headphones. So <laughs> I like that. Give me the guy who's going to tell me the truth every single time. Yeah. Well, this is um, now, you know, this is kind of a weird story because, you know, hey, coach, like um, you played in the NFL at the highest level. And this is the XFL week two. Um, can you cut us a half an ounce of break? You know, like we went to training camp, you know, we, we all trying to make it here in, in pro football and we're kind of second rate guys because we're not in the NFL. We're in the XFL. We're only two weeks in. I mean, just can you cut us half of an ounce of a break, coach? Just a little bit. But he can't do that. He, he's a former NFL player. He knows what what you're supposed to do. It's just like, coach, just we're, we're kind of in the minor leagues here. Can you just a little bit, just, just an ounce of sensitivity. Not happening, no. though, George. There no. were clips of him, me. like, yeah, there were clips of him on the sideline, like him and the, the players mic'd up where the, the one player that he took out, he's like, I'm not coming out, coach. And he's like, yeah, you are. You're coming out. And he's like, I don't want to come out the game, coach. And he's like, you're coming out the game? Because I said you're coming out the game. This ain't your damn team. And it was so funny <laughs> because he was just screaming at him. And the guy was like, no, I'm not coming out. And, yeah, he was, he was getting pretty mad. So he was fired up for sure. Kind of makes me want to watch their games. Yeah, no, I, no thanks. I'm good. No, I, I've been watching. I've been watching a little bit yeah, here man. and there. Last night it was on TV, so I was watching a little bit. You know, at one point there was one of their games up against the Laker game. I was like, why would they do that? But whatever. And I'm watching a little bit. Plus, I got all my Vegas Viper gear, so you know, I, I got to be a fan. Are you a fan? Yeah, of the Vegas Vipers. And why is that again? Because I have all their gear. Because they sent it to him for free. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> they didn't send me the Brahmas or whatever. I was going to say I, I did pick my team. Now my team is the San Antonio Brahmas because that's the Rock's nickname. The Bra Brahma Bull. Brahma Bull. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a Vegas Vipers fan. Okay. We'll see you in the playoffs. Okay. I'll see you there. All right. That is Radio Tinder. That's Each it? and every day, brought to you by friends at Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. Award-winning small-batch premium sippy tequila made from the finest mature agaves. Available everywhere fine tequilas are sold. Visit their website, tequilamandala.com. Demand the extraordinary and up your game with Tequila Mandala. Uh, all right, Cappy, coming up next, you and yeah. I, let's mm -hmm. dive into some football because this LeBron Gavin Lux news just, I mean, it's... it's I know, it's I wanted to lighten things up a little bit myself. Yeah. I wanted to dive into some pickleball. I got... Big things to talk to you about, by the way. Yeah, let's do that, too. Let's do that, too. Pickleball. Uh, let's get into some football because there's there's some comments out there. One by the Cowboys owner. I guess Stephen Jones is part of the ownership group, right? Like, yep, even though he he's, he's Jerry's son. Right. So he made a comment about Dak. And then there's a Hall of Fame Jets player ripping Aaron Rodgers. We'll get to all that coming up next. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Smooth man, Michael Bolton. Boy, I'll tell you, Chris has really, really got a thing for Michael Bolton. You think? I mean, my goodness. And yes, 69. Nice. Wait, wait, what? He's 69. Oh, 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 got it. Yeah. Have you been to the Hollywood Bowl? I have. Great venue. Amazing venue. I think my favorite uh, venue for a concert in L.A., personally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Although, right now would not be a great time at the Hollywood Bowl because of the weather. No, no it would be a great time to uh, go see a show out at Yamavai, you know? Dave Matthews is coming. I'm like, what? Really? Like, you're getting those kinds of acts? You're like, this yeah. is kind of theater? I mean, it's awesome. Wait, yeah. you know what they announced today, Cappy? They announced um, Nas and Wu-Tang Clan in October. Really? Yeah. And then Jason Aldean uh, in, I think it's April. Didn't they I also see? They posted those today. Did I see Janet Jackson also yep. happening yep. out of Yamava? Yo, mm-hmm. Cappy, I need a Hey King too, though. Talk to me. What do you need, girl? Maluma. Maluma. Oh, oh, Maluma. Yeah. Maluma is muy bien. By the way, didn't I just through. see there's like a big... Um, like um, Spanish music festival coming oh, soon. Oh, Besame Mucho, the second right, one. Right, Besame Mucho, right. So it yeah, happened, yeah, yeah. the so, first one happened already. Los Bookies are going to be there. Yes. Pero I'm going to go. Oh, I want to go. It was the first one. I don't know where the second one is. It might be uh, Dodger Stadium, but the first one was at Dodger Stadium. Couldn't get tickets because it was ridiculous, but I heard it was so good. And Besame Mucho Dos, which is this one coming up. I'm like, oh my God. What was the other one that you were talking about earlier, though? You said you needed to Hey King. Which one was oh, that? Oh, Maluma. Maluma, where's that? At? Yamaba. Oh, pff, um, yeah, right this, yeah. December second, twenty twenty three, uh, at Dodger Stadium, already mm-hmm. sold out. Yeah, it sold out. Mm-hmm. You have to join a wait list. I already did. Mm. My friend got tickets because it went to the first one, so I'm like, dang. Yeah, it's badass. The lineup is ridiculous. Tell you something, you don't need to uh, get on the wait list for George, Laura, Lindsay baseball, and that is the inaugural pickleball madness tournament. Mm. Can I can I say that we need to have a conversation about pickleball? Like we got to get serious now, okay? We're we're only a few weeks out. We're about three weeks to go, George. T minus three weeks, okay? Mm-hmm. We, we'll be playing pickleball. LeBron will still be nursing his his ankle injury. You know right, what I'm saying? Unfortunately, yes. Now I want to just ask you a couple of questions because this is important for me to understand. Sure, go ahead because I do want to get to this uh, Cowboys and uh, Aaron Rodgers thing. Okay, so you've practiced pickleball one time, right? Yeah. But you've never played before, correct? No, I just wanted to be able to kind of get a feel for the paddle and the ball first. Okay, so now that you've got a feel for the paddle and the ball, you feel pretty confident about that, right? I mean, I feel like I'm I'm not going to embarrass myself, yes. Okay, but you don't know the rules and you don't know the strategies, correct? No, I mean, I know that it has to bounce three times and, and you know, what you want is you want to play closer to the net is what okay. you want to play. Okay, but I do but, know that. Um, because I've seen that on YouTube that basically people have their battles and you know near the kitchen or whatever okay. the hell. Good. So you've done some research. Because let me tell you something. I played yesterday with some guys that play, guys that play every week that know the game. I've been playing for years, and there's a lot to this. I mean, knowing when you're serving and I'm supposed to be back with you, and then after they've returned your serve, when we're supposed to get up to the net, that, that's important stuff to know. Where you're trying to put the ball on the serve, where you're trying to put it on the return, when you're trying to aim where, uh, based on who's where on the court. I mean, dude, yesterday, two hours, there's a lot to this. So we can't waste our time, George, you and I, just going out and hitting the ball back and forth. That's a waste of our time. We need to focus, George, 
on the strategy of the game if we're no, going I, to I, I be understand. victorious. You, you and I are supposed to play on Thursday, aren't we? We, we are supposed to play on Thursday. Yeah. Happy. It's supposed to be, actually, it's the first day it's not going to rain on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to have to share with you guys the wisdom that I took in yesterday. Mm. Okay. Can't we well, Go ahead, Laura. Sorry. Sorry. I just wanted to know, because I know Mason got a trainer. Do you guys, are you guys looking into no, that? No, we too? know who Mason's trainer is. I know, but are you guys looking into that too? Because Cappy's over here being real serious about this. Well, I, I, I worked out with some guys yesterday. I was coached Bring extensively. Bring your guy, Cappy. You always have a guy. Yeah, I don't know if these guys are going to really like take the time to come up and coach us, but um, George could come down and they'd coach us down here, down in South, South L.A. I, I can't, bro. I got games in the next couple yeah. weekends. See, this is so the that's the problem. I can't go there during. I can't go there on the weekends, and I got stuff to do during the week too. I understand. Well, Thursday, what's the game plan for our our practice? Um, we need to recruit two other people to play against us. Um, okay. I Maybe. think that me and Clinton could play against you guys. No, no, yeah, no, but we need no, someone no. that knows the rules, right? I can't. I can't be wasting time. You know, I, I got to have like professional pickleball players working with me and George. Sorry, Lindsay. You got to pay someone, Cappy. I need to know. I need people who know the game, who can teach the game. Well, no, what we should do is invite. Up. Yeah, yeah. You wanted what to invite Demarco, but he said he's not interested. That's right. Yeah. I mean, Lindsay, you, your your you, whole plan was to get him to scout him. <laughs> right, Lindsay, you and Clinton should come, and then what we'll do is we'll play around Robin. We'll get two other people. Yeah, well, we could do good. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. But the four of us together, we're wasting our time. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think if we just show up, I'm sure we could probably like find people that. No, it's know, not that kind of place. Serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Not during the week. I would say yeah. on the weekends you have a better chance of that. Yo, who wants to coach the Sedano and Cap? Spicy. You want me just to ask Ara real quick if he wants to come down? No, no, no. Because he's already working with Mason. So what? <laughs> he's he he's our guy. Yeah, Mason I don't just want, recruited him. I don't want to listen it. to him talk about the Clippers. Oh well, he does love the Clippers. That's true. E. I mean, you got Spicy and Kosher. Kosher, who wants to be the coach of our team? I mean, there's got to be like a listener that is a good. No, player. no, it's fine. We can, listen. We'll figure this out, Cap. It's not that big a deal. You and by be, the way, you got to be coachable, though, George. I, I don't, you know, don't have me come coach you up and and then tell me you don't need my coaching. I've learned a lot. You understand? Okay, I I believe you a lot. I and a lot of time, so I can pass along this wisdom to you, teammate. Yeah. Now, do you think the Cowboys would learn from their mistakes? Um, because you got Stephen Jones out here telling people that they believe that they have all the faith in the world they can win this thing, as in the Super Bowl, oh. with Dak Prescott. I was wondering what this thing was. Yeah. Because I have not seen any evidence that they can win a Super Bowl with Dak Prescott. Uh, yeah, they've not sniffed a Super Bowl with Dak Prescott. And he's had some pretty darn serious injuries along the way. And... um. Cowboys won one playoff game. Okay, wow, awesome. But what is he going to say? They paid him all this money. They did it because they felt like they were locked. Like, what are we going to do? We're going to put in somebody new and start all over? Yeah, why not? This guy's coming off a broken ankle. But they felt locked in. So they paid him all this money, and now they're going to put all the... Now they're going to put their faith in the guy. Or at least they're going to say that publicly. Right. Well, they also are in a bind, to your point, because they can't get rid of him this year because the cap hit is in, enormous. <laughs> like it's, it's just like insane. They'd have like nearly $90 million in dead cap money. It would Oy be absurd. Um, and even next year, they couldn't get out of it. It's, it would still be nearly $40 million. So maybe 2025, they could get out of it because you're looking at like $21, $22 million. 
But that's still a lot. You know what I mean? That's still probably like 10% of the gap. That's not an... So they're stuck with Dak for three more, at least two, but probably three more seasons. Would think so. Um, but, you know, listen, if the Rams have taught us anything, when you think you're married to a contract, you find a way out. Even the Raiders, to a lesser degree. Well, they, I mean, they'd have to year. trade him, to your point. Yes, in yeah. that scenario. I'm just right. saying that, you know, if, if, if you really want to get rid of a guy, you know, if you really have decided he can't get it done for us like the Rams did with Jared Goff, yeah. then you just find a way. By the way, who's worse? Do you think that's worse, or do you think Jet fans feel about uh, Hall of Famer Joe Klecko? <laughs> Hall of Famer in Joe Klecko. He was on with Greeny today. What did he say about Aaron Rodgers? Do we have that audio? Because I'd love to hear that. Because he basically was Jet fans who have had the most miserable existence of maybe any fan yeah. base in the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> and here's their Hall, newly minted Hall of Famer, Joe Klecko, saying this about Aaron Rodgers. I just don't see a guy that has the baggage that Aaron Rodgers has in his personal life and how he's treated the Green Bay Packers who have gave him everything there is. I mean, I just don't think it fits with these young guys. You can hurt them as much as help them. You know, you, you compare him to Brady. The idea when Brady went to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers was to win a Super Bowl. A guy like him is going to uplift people. I just can't see that in Aaron Rodgers. I just can't. Well, that's a good commentary right there from Joe Klecko. See what he said about I mean, my man Tom it? Brady? Is it literally yeah, Tom Brady when, uplifted people? Yeah, is it? it yeah, he uplifted uh, Bruce Arians to get his ass out of there. Um, but the we forget about that. Like that. No, I mean we, he won him like a Super Bowl, didn't he? Right, and then he told him to go to hell, basically. Well, so won him a him Super or Bowl. me, basically. Yeah, real, real uplifting that Tom Brady. But yeah, he did uplifted the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, but Aaron Rodgers, who I don't completely disagree with, it can be a disruptor, but. He can do that on a franchise where he's been there the whole time. I guess with the Jets, too, they have no real history. So, <laughs> But I just think if you're the Jets, they all we've heard is reports that the Jets are all in on Aaron Rodgers, and now you got their Hall of Famer hmm. now poisoning the well. Like, this is insane. Yeah. But he's right. I mean, he really is. I mean, he, if he could go in there and be a positive influence, he could up, uplift people. If he goes in there and he behaves like a little prima donna, then, uh, you know, He's not going to uplift people. I think we we saw a lot about hey, that man, with, with Sean McVay. Most quarterbacks are prima donnas, though. Let's be honest. I mean, yeah, is... but you got to go in and say, "Hey, guys, I know what I'm doing here. Follow me." That's exactly yeah. what Tom Brady did. Well, you know what I'm going to say to you? We got a break, so follow me. We'll be back in two minutes.